0: Hello and welcome to a broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. My name is Scotty Reed. Of course, uh, please continue to support the production of Independent Black Media. Make a contribution today, a tax-deductible donation to the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project. In this particular uh, podcast, I'm going to do a little vent, and, and it's just to relieve some stress uh, for my mental health. Um, but I'm going to have to divorce some friends on social media. Um, You know, I I just don't understand why people are so full of negativity when they know what people are doing or perhaps they don't know. I don't know. Um, People are out here trying to produce justice is the simplest way I could say that. And particularly when it comes to these Confederate monuments, which were strategically placed around the country, particularly here in the south at courthouses, at uh, voting places, uh, put up during the era of Jim Crow to intimidate Black people, to antagonize Black people, visual terrorism. And, you know, some people act like that, oh, if you take them down, and I'm talking Black people particularly, I expect Confederate sympathizing racist suspects to defend these monuments, but I did not really expect that from the number of black people that I'm seeing on social media. It's not a lot of them, but you know, I'm seeing enough of it. And I don't wanna see that type of stuff. You know, we're in a culture war right now. Um, I hate using war analogies, but we are in a culture war. That is what tearing down these monuments, these false idols, the false gods of the religion of white supremacy. Um, It's a culture war to take them down uh, from public property. And, you know, some black people, they are acting like they're confederate sympathizers. And if they're not confederate sympathizers, I don't know if they are dumb or they just playing dumb. You know, some people try to come across like they philosophically deep and they're really not. They really not. And and so that's what this podcast is going to be about. Um, I want to share an article and then I'm going to uh, share some audio from a video uh, that I watched today about these two historians who were talking about the intent and purpose of these Confederate monuments. But the first thing I wanna bring to your attention um, is this article that appeared in the right wing, some people would call it right wing, um, but definitely conservative New York Post. Um, They had an article which was written by rich Lowry today um again it's on newyorkpost.com and he says stop defending confederate statutes now he's talking to conservatives and republicans you know um the republicans who were against the confederacy the republicans who are against the democrats who who uh, allowed these statutes to be put up during jim crow it's awful funny now you got republicans defending the legacy of slavery when the Republican Party was founded as an abolitionist party. Um, But then they also like to talk about, oh, yeah, we was the party of freedom and liberty, and our party freed the victims of slavery. And the Democrats, they were racist. they the ones that came up with these black codes uh, known as the Jim Crow uh, laws and what have you. So um, now you're starting to get some conservatives who are coming out against these Confederate statues. I don't know if they have political motivations. Maybe they see the winds of change coming and they no longer want to stand on the wrong side of history uh, as it pertains to these monuments to white supremacy. I I don't know what their intent is, but if their goal is the same goal I have is to remove these statues. I don't care what their intent is. So Rich Lowry wrote this article uh, that came out uh, yesterday stopped defending confederate statutes i'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs from it um it says in a wave of cancellation sweeping america confederate statutes have particularly been hard hit they have been gra uh, grat- graffitied i'm sorry they've been graffitied assaulted torn down and authorities rushed to remove them for his part president donald trump has been a steadfast defender of the statues and other memorials to the Confederacy. He has come out in favor of preserving the names of military bases, honoring Confederate generals, and he has pointedly said that we should build on our heritage rather than tear it down. Conservatives tend to think the same way. They reflexively oppose politically correct campaigns to destroy anything given offense. They fear where the slippery slope of woke, I can, uh, I'm not sure of this word, i never heard of this term before, Um, but the slippery slope of of being woke will lead first is Jefferson Davis, ultimately George Washington. They value tradition and worry we are trashing part of our history. This impulse, though, is a mistake. Now, this is a conservative writer. Confederate statues and symbols deserve to be reevaluated and often mothballed. The statues are an unnecessary affront to black citizens who shouldn't have to see defenders of chattel slavery put on a pedestal, literally. It is impossible to evaluate these monuments without considering the context of why they were created. Many of them were erected as part of the push to enshrine. A dishonest, prettied up version of the Confederacy. Okay, so I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna put a link in the description. So if you wanna read the rest of this article, which is titled Stop Defending Confederate Statutes by Rich Laurie, you'll have a link right there and you can go read the rest. But I have to agree with him. Sounds very logical um, what he is saying. Um, Trueful as well, based on the research that I have done. So, if a right-wing conservative Republican can see the insanity of putting uh, slavers on a pedestal in a society that's talking about it's all about freedom, justice, and liberty for all—that's in the in the uh, Constitution or perhaps the preamble, um, but or the Declaration of Independence. My mind is kind of foggy right now because it's late at night. But if he can see how illogical it is for anybody to defend this, how how much more illogical is it for black people to be defending these things? And, and that's what you're doing. You're defending them. You can say all you want to. I think they trying to bury and hide history. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. You know, uh, Jews, every year, observe, uh, what what do they call it? The Holocaust. They observe their Holocaust. They have a campaign that has been ongoing for, as long as I can remember, called Never Forget. They don't need statues of Hitler or Joseph Goebbels, the propaganda minister, um, Hermann Goering, or anybody else. They don't need, um, you know, bases being named after Nazis, they don't need any of this stuff to remember the Holocaust. So are you saying that the Jewish people are more intelligent than you, Um, that they read more than you, that they don't need statutes and monuments to people who have cre- uh, committed grave crimes against humanity, not just against Jews, but against Uh, people labeled as communists, uh, you know, political affiliation, um, as well as the physically and mentally affirmed uh, gypsies, the Romana, um, because I heard gypsies is an offensive term, so no offense meant there. Um, When you know better, you do better, so I'm going to call them the Romana people, but, you know, number of people, millions of people, okay? Now, when you think about the fact that hundreds of millions of people uh, died because of the slave trade, why in the hell are you telling me that you need slavers put up on pedestals for you to remember that? Either you're being dishonest or you're very stupid, and stupid is as stupid does. Now, tell you, history, we, we live, I remember when the internet first came out. I was, you know, was on it. I was on dial-up. I had uh, AOL dial-up and what have you back in the 90s when the internet blew up. And it was used to be known as the information highway. How can you have all this information, including historical accounts uh, put up by historians, put up by uh, universities, and you don't read them? And you telling me you need monuments promoting injustice, promoting slavery, promoting white supremacy. You need those monuments so you don't forget. That's ludicrous. That's uh, and, and I'm not believing. I, I don't want to believe that you that dumb. But again, stupid is, and stupid does. So maybe you don't want to believe me, or maybe you too lazy to do the research yourself, but I posted a video on blacktalkradionetwork.com. I posted this video. Let me pull it up because um, I want to play an excerpt. You had these two historians uh, who were uh, participating in a conversation uh, about the continued use of symbols of hate. Um, and we have Dr. Adam Dombey as well as Dr. Karen L. Cox, uh, who were part of this uh, presentation that was put on by, I believe it was the Levine uh, Museum for the New South, South, if I'm not saying that incorrectly, uh, excuse me if I did, but I posted the video. The title is The False Cause, Fraud, Fabrication, and White Supremacy in Confederate Memory. So we're going to pick up 28 minutes in, and I just want you to listen to this part right here since you don't want to believe me that the intent to put them up was white supremacy and maybe you do believe me but again for some reason as a black person or as a non-white person you want to act like a one of these racist suspects and and confederate sympathizers but let's give this a listen
1: well the, the fact that you bring up Julian Carr I think is a nice segue into talking about monuments uh, which is obviously all in the news um, and and you talk specifically about Julian Carr and the Silent Sam monument and I wonder if you you like to just sort of discuss that a little bit and, and you know sort of the things that you learned from it and uh, uh, you know you know what you know, what would you, you know, because it's, it's part of your book, you know, it's part of your yeah. book, and you've introduced it, and how does that, I guess, how does it fit into this, um, Your, you know, the title of your book, The False Cause? Yeah, Julian Carr is, let me just first introduce who he is, because not everyone may know, Julian Carr was sort of the leading Confederate veteran in North Carolina. He was a, an industrialist who made lots of money. He was potentially one of the richest men in the state, for sure. He had mills all over the place. He's the namesake of Carborough, for instance. And during the war, he was a college kid. And he basically had a deferment um, to avoid service because he was in college. And so until 1864, he's able to avoid service. And then in 64, he's sort of gonna be forced into service and he goes and works for the Conscription Bureau, forcing other people into service for a while. And then finally, in, in sort of late 64, early 65, he finally is transferred to a an actual unit and he has to go to war. So he probably doesn't see a ton of combat. There's actually some question over if he ever actually sees combat that's unclear. But Carr, despite having a very limited military record, makes a name for himself as a Confederate veteran. And he uses his service as a street cred to be a white supremacist, because at the time to get elected, In the Democratic primary, you needed to be a white supremacist. And so he constantly saying, I'm a Confederate veteran. You can trust me on white supremacy because of that. And he's also a philanthropist, but he he was the head of the United Confederate Veterans, which is sort of the veterans organization, the overarching one for Confederate veterans, for the entire state of North Carolina, and then eventually for the entire country. And so he's really... They invite him again and again. He gives more speeches at Confederate Memorial days than anyone else, as far as I can tell. Potentially anywhere, definitely in North Carolina. And he gives this speech at the dedication of the UNC Confederate Memorial in which he talks about all of these different elements. And as I'm reading this speech, the first thing that struck me was the racism of it. Because he says, this isn't just a monument to the war. This is a monument to the overturning of Reconstruction and the reassertion of white supremacy. And he's very clear on what he means. And then he says, to go even further, lest anyone thinks he just means political victory, he says, let me tell you what I did. And I'm going to use some graphic language here. I should warn people. He says, after the war, not 100 yards from where we stand, I horsewhipped, and this is a quote, a Negro wench until her skirt hung in shreds. It's extremely disturbing. And he's bragging about it of this fact. To him, that is what this monument celebrates, is racial violence that helped overturn African-American gains. And he thinks that this monument is a tribute to that. So he says outright, this is a monument to white supremacy. So anyone who says Confederate monuments have nothing to do with white supremacy is ignoring what was said at the time. And we knew this already. It wasn't like an amazing, phenomenal surprise that Confederate veterans have ties to White supremacy. Your own book, Dr. Cox had had talked about this, but this one case was just so graphic that I think it provided me a sort of place to launch from um, and to really talk yeah. about yeah. his his part in this and and so and to the fact that these monuments are fundamentally were meant to celebrate that overturning of African American gains.
0: Right and I, okay i'm I'm gonna leave it there um y'all definitely have to listen to the uh, whole presentation, which is about an hour and a half long because one of the things that comes up later is the fact that when these monuments were going up as we see you know monuments across the country being toppled and uh graffiti vandalized he, he talks about that During the time when they were putting these up in the early 1900s, during Jim Crow, that black people were vandalizing them, okay? They were doing the same thing we see out here in the streets today. And and see, this is part of that hidden history or history that people don't know about because they use the internet basically to uh, philosophize on the internet about stuff. They don't know nothing about stuff. They ain't never studied in. And, and I don't know, man, I'm trying not to be derogatory towards people, but you know, the ignorance is just maddening, especially when it comes from black people. But, um, you know, our, the ancestors, our ancestors, as people call them, uh, they were out there. They knew what those statues were for. They knew what they were about. And they just didn't sit on the sidelines and do nothing. And, Definitely didn't say, oh, well, yeah, we need these Confederate monuments to remind us when we was back on the plantation or to remind us of what's going on right now. You know, geez, please, people, please stop protecting these Confederate monuments with your nonsense. I expect it from racist people who practice the religion of white supremacy, but Man, I tell you, it's just very frustrating when I hear it from other black people. So um, what are your thoughts on this? You can leave a comment um, if you so choose. And um, definitely I'm going to try to uh, get some of these historians on the program. I have reached out to a uh, black uh, psychologist to talk about uh, mental health in these symbols and how these symbols do affect some people's mental health cause. We had this racist suspect um, member of the Confederate, uh, what is it? The sons of Confederate veterans here in Gaston County, um, uh, who just telling all kind of lies and what have you. So um, yeah, um, shout out to the Gaston County Freedom Fighters and all the uh, people of Gaston County that has been turning out to protest this monument Um, You're costing the county tens of thousands of dollars and they're not going to want to continue to pay that. So by North Carolina law, with that being a privately paid for statute, not put in by the state or with taxpayer money, but paid for by the United Confederate Daughters or the United Daughters of the Confederacy, whatever their name is, you know, paid for by them. The county commissioners can't vote to have it removed. Take it over to the Confederate cemetery or or someplace where it's more appropriate, okay? We don't want it at our courthouse. It promotes white supremacy, it promotes slavery, and it puts slavers on pedestals. And I don't want my grandsons and granddaughters to see those monuments as they come of age. I hope when I'm gone, those monuments are gone. That said, peace and blessings to all. Again, I ask that you please support um, the production of independent black media by making a tax deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project. You'll find the links on BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com or in the description of wherever you're seeing this video cast. All right. Peace and blessings to all. Be safe out there.